Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the Rust Report on ESPN AM 1520. Back by popular demand, we have with us today the president of the Society of the Four Arts in Palm Beach, Florida, which is 81 years young. We have with us Dr. David W. Brenneman. Since 2004, 15, University Professor Emeritus and Economist David W. Brenneman spent the previous 20 years in various academic and administrative roles at the University of Virginia and the last uh, three years has been at the Society of Four Arts as president. He helped to create and served as director of the public policy program from 06 to 09 and was dean of the Curry School of Education from 1995 to 2007 where he held the Newton and Rita Myers Professorship in Economics of Education and Public Policy. He's now at this beautiful facility that is a beacon of culture and enlightenment in Southern Florida, the Society of Four Arts, and they also have some of the most beautiful gardens in Florida. Now, one uh, program you have is the Esther B. O'Keefe Speaker Series, and um, this program airs in January, but you have another four months to your season. Let's talk about the speaker series. What highlights this series, Dr. Brenneman with the Society of Four Arts? Well, thank you, uh, Brian. This is uh, the Rizzi O'Keefe series is uh, is a uh, probably the keystone of the Four Arts. It's one of the most attractive features of the pro of the uh, total program we offer. Uh, it amounts to 12 speakers every season, uh, every Tuesday in January, February, and March. So it's uh, it's quite a lineup. Uh, we try to vary the the uh, focus of the speakers from uh, the arts to literature to uh, contemporary issues and so forth. So we have speaking this year just to r randomly go through the list. Uh, Sally Bedell Smith is opening on January 9th. She's a uh, been here before as a speaker. She's a kind of a uh, she has focused a great deal on the on the royal family in Britain and has a recent book out on Prince Charles. Um, James B. Stewart, who is one of the foremost uh, economic and business writers uh, in the country, is speaking uh, in February on Tangled Webs: How False Statements Are Undermining America. Is that like fake news? I don't exactly know false, what he's going to statements. False statements. I think it's 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 a sense that there are uh, we have lost we have lost a kind of standard of truth in this country, and that you can read and watch. You can live in those parallel, uninteracting worlds, depending on the the news cycles and, and groups that you follow. I'm not 100 percent sure. We don't script these uh, right. speakers. I, I, I'm 
we wind up with a topic, but I'm never quite sure what they're going to say on it. Well, I think it's very true. If you look at the difference between uh, Fox News and MSNBC, NBC, it's yeah. like different planets. It's like different worlds, yeah. yeah. And no, and the, what, the, the, I think the people who watch one rarely watch the other, so there's no... Well, that, that there, no there is out. a lack of discourse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it used to be, you know, CBS, NBC, ABC, when we all got the same story, but now it's... Uh, uh, in a little later that um, in February, we have David Ignatius, who's uh, had an amazing life, really, as a uh, as a, a foreign policy analyst, as a writer. He's done some awfully uh, well-received spy novels, and then he re recently wrote the Lido for an opera. <laughs> and uh, so he's going to talk about the writing life. What I've learned as a journalist, novelist, and librettist. Uh, He's on Meet the Press quite a bit. Yeah, he's 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 a uh, he's he's on a lot of different stations. Very very sober, very uh, analytical sort of person, I think. Mm -hmm. Sarah Lawrence Lightfoot, who is a colleague of my wife's and mine at Harvard uh, Graduate School of Education, when we were there back before Virginia, is coming in to speak. Got a very interesting topic for this uh, client uh, clientele down here. Uh, it's a book she did a while back called The Third Chapter, Life After 50. What happens in your third, the third uh, quarter of your life from 50 to 75? And she has a number of stories of people who have done remarkable things. Peter Geld, the managing director of the Metropolitan Opera, will be, will be here in March talking about uh, the future of, of opera. Uh -huh. And then a, uh, an extremely... Uh, literate and intelligent speaker uh, uh, Simon Shama, who uh, uh, alternates between academic appointments in the U.S. and Great Britain, and is a uh, masterful art historian. We'll be talking about the power of modern art, and we finish at the end of March with Linda Fairstein, who uh, was the uh, head of the sex crimes unit. <laughs> Uh -huh. in the district attorney's office in Manhattan for more than two decades and was sort of the model on which the uh, Law and Order Special Victims Unit series uh -huh. was created. Then turned to literature and uh, has written detective novels. She'll be speaking from law to literature. So that's, uh, so those are some of the highlights of the series this, this coming season. Well, it sounds um, a very exciting. Now, you also have in the building we're at, which is at 2-4 Arts Plaza, you also have a theater here, uh, an auditorium. Yeah, it's, it, it's uh, well, the auditorium is where the, uh, the Gubelman Auditorium is where the speakers talk. We, it's a 700-seat auditorium. Mm -hmm. We also do our musical concerts there. We have... That's the live performance. Live performances. We well, let's about talk about that for uh, the uh, January through May of 2018. What is happening well, we, with your live performances? Well, we've got we've got some remarkable uh, remarkable musical groups. Uh, we, we we don't have a stage large enough for a huge symphony, but we'll we can bring in chamber orchestras. In December, we had uh, actually a local group from Miami but with people from drawn from all over the country uh -huh. called Seraphic Fire, and they did a wonderful uh, seasonal uh, series. We've got uh, the Christina Pato Quartet coming in. That's a little more hip, uh, a little more uh, 
a contemporary uh, quartet, um, the Jolie Lurie Quartet, the New York Philharmonic String Quartet. That's an interesting phenomenon. The number of the major symphonies are starting to produce quartets drawn from the principles of violin, second line violin, cello, and bass. And Is that so, because it's easier to transport four people with instruments than 40? Yeah, well, or 80. Or yeah, much yeah. less costly. Much less costly. Yeah. And, and what you get is you get a, a, a string quartet made up of, uh, of premier players that probably, frankly, better than many of the pure quartets that are around. So a lot of the major symphonies are doing this. We're going to bring, we're doing a lot on the 100th anniversary of uh, Leonard Bernstein. Mm -hmm. We'll have uh, pieces of his work performed. We're bringing in Gil Shaham, who is uh, arguably one of the premier violinists in the, in the world right now. And we're bringing in, uh, we <laughs> very sad, we had Lang Lang, the, mm -hmm. the uh, virtuoso Chinese pianist, uh, all set. He was he was preparing to record the uh, Goldberg Variations, Bach's uh, major piece, but he uh, and he was going to do two small two performances for us in preparation. Before he wanted to go to smaller venues, perform in front of an audience, but without reviews or or any uh, newspaper reporters. But he was practicing uh, Ravel's. Piano concerto for the left hand, and he overdid it, and he got horrible tendonitis, and so he's had to cancel all his performances uh, this year. So we, we're missing him this year. We hope to get him back next. We're doing the Curtis Institute on tour. We're doing Elisa Wallerstein, who's one of the greatest uh, uh, cellists in the country. It's a, uh, as I say, 25 different live performances. Uh, heavily focused on classical, although we'll wind up the season with a bluegrass concert that we do each year in April. <laughs> oh, sounds like a lot of fun, and again we're talking about the Society of the Poor Arts in Palm Beach, Florida that has been around for 81 years in lightning southern Florida, and many people throughout the East Coast come down to Palm Beach, Florida. Palm Beach, Florida has a unique uh, history of having two presidents of the United States live here 60 years ago from John F. Kennedy and now Donald Trump, uh, both part-time Palm Beach residents. has great history, great culture, and we're with the president of the Society of the Four Arts, Dr. David W. Brenneman, on the Rusk Report. If you're listening in Buffalo, Montreal, or Washington, D.C., drop us a note. We'd like to hear from you listening to our 50,000 watts of clear channel power. Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. We always read cards and letters from our Canadian and European listeners. I'd like to thank those who called regarding our recent guest, Ron Zeller, author. Charles Todd, who has spoken at the Society of the Four Arts, who has written uh, 30 mystery novels, and uh, author Lawrence Lamer, who ha now has had the uh, play uh, performing in Chicago, New York, and Boca Raton called Rose, mm -hmm. as Rose Kennedy was a resident of Palm Beach for some 70 years. Uh, coming up, we'll have the uh, Minority Leader of the New York State Assembly, who's a candidate for Governor of New York, Brian Cole, will be on the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. Uh, 
a little bit more information about uh, Dr. David W. Brenneman. He was visiting professor at Harvard Gra Graduate School of Education from 90 to 95, where he taught graduate courses on the economics and financing of higher education on liberal arts colleges and on the college presidency. And I believe they now have the former president of Hobart is going to serve in a part-time position over at oh, Harvard now. There, yeah, they uh, usually too. like to have a former president on the on the uh, President Guerin is now going to Harvard. Good, good. So uh, we're very happy to have back by popular demand um, our guest today, Dr. David W. Brenneman. Now, there's a, a program here that uh, we'll be uh, over with but I'd like uh, to tell, uh, talk a little bit about it because there's a movie out right now on Winston Churchill, and I've always looked upon him as one of the greatest leaders in history, a man of great courage. You can remember his speech, uh, never, never, never give up. <laughs> well, let's talk about, um, because this program um, is airing on the 27th of uh, January, if you could tell what yeah, tell just you. took place with Winston Churchill. Well, we've had uh, one of the other activities of the Four Arts, uh, again, from the very beginning, was to have visiting uh, uh, art exhibits. And we have two this year, both quite distinctive. The first, which will, which is mounted in December and through the mid middle of uh, January, was a, uh, a treatment of, of uh, uh, Winston Churchill's paintings and memorabilia uh, much of it drawn from the museum in Westminster College in Fulton, Missouri, which where they have a where the the Iron Curtain speech was delivered, mm -hmm. and uh, they've made much material available to us. So we have not only paintings, and he was he was a remarkably good painter. Uh, we've got about 25 of his paintings, uh, but also books and letters and. Uh, films and photographs and copies of the talk that he gave at Westminster. Uh, it's a remarkable exhibit and this seems to be the, the year of Winston Churchill. I, I have seen in the last three months three films on Churchill. One just called Churchill, which we saw on a plane flying to Prague in October. Then the, uh, we did a reprise of uh, of the uh, Man for All Seasons, I think it was called. It was filmed from 2002. And then the, the, we, we had a, a, an opportunity because Edwina Sands, who is Churchill's granddaughter and helped us mount this exhibition, is, and she's a Palm Beach resident, she was able to get us a, uh, an advance screening of The Darkest Hour, which we made available to our, to our members uh, before it, it actually opened commercially in Florida. So there are three movies out there on Churchill right now, and people seem to be just, they're flocking to this exhibition. The second uh, exhibition we'll be mounting in, uh, in uh, the latter part of uh, February and March uh -huh. is uh, a remarkable exhibit of artistry by a woman named Isabel de Borchegrave, who is a uh, Belgian artist, and she makes incredible uh, full-size dresses and costumes out of paper. It's, it's just Because we've had Arnold de Borgrav, who may be related, who was uh, Vice President of Newsweek on this program. He passed away a few years ah. ago, but it may, he was a count. 
So Could maybe, be, yeah. Uh, it's the same spelling. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, she, she is... Uh, Belgium. Belgium, yeah. In yeah. fact, the, the, the Belgian council uh, is a gentleman from... Actually, has a consulate office from Belgium in Atlanta. He's bringing... He's bringing an entire group of people from Belgium over to see the exhibit. It's I haven't seen these items in uh, person yet, but they'll be arriving soon. And it's just how she does it is beyond me. They're they're literally cut out paper, then painted, and they stand up and they're stiff. I think they've probably been lacquered. But anyway, it's going to be an, it's going to be a one of a kind show. I don't know anybody else who does this kind of work anywhere in the world. So that's an, that's an important feature of what we do at Four Arts, uh, bringing in art exhibitions each year. Wonderful. A little uh, plug here before we get back to Dr. David W. Brenneman, president of the Society of the Four Arts in Palm Beach, Florida. Western New Yorkers love their traditions, and the AMPO Legal has been writing about Polish-American traditions and events for over 50 years. News and features from a Polish-American perspective can be found in this weekly newspaper, as well as recipes and a calendar events. Don't miss out on the next cultural presentation or polka dance by reading the AMPO Legal. The AMPO Legal is available in many Tops and Wegman stores. For home delivery, call 716-835-9454. That's 716-835-9454. They have the latest news from Poland and Polonia in your mailbox each week. Now, the Society for Arts has a big budget. It costs a lot of money to have these international uh, speakers and performances. If somebody on the East Coast of the United States, as we reach 17 states, would like to give $10 or $10,000, how should they make the checks and where should they be sent? Well, I think the, the simplest way to do it would be to go to our website, which is simply www.4arts.org, and there you will find not only a full portrayal of our, our uh, program for the year, but a link to uh, how to contribute. And I think that you can do it through credit cards or checks or any of the normal ways, but that's, that's the fastest way. Uh, we are supported heavily by contributions, as you, as you indicate. Our annual budget is about $8 million. Uh, we have a membership base. This is, we are a membership organization, oddly enough, but we're also a 501c3, and everything we offer is generally available to the public uh, at large. But our members are among our most uh, stellar supporters and they give generously. Uh, I would say uh, if you look at our budget, over well over half of it is from contributions. We have a $36 million endowment right That's now. That's great. We have four buildings and we are renovating our library as we speak. We, we have two remarkable libraries. We are the public, we are technically the public library of Palm Beach Island. And uh, as such, people, whether they're members of Four Arts or not, make heavy use of the library. We also have a fantastic children's library, which is just enormously popular. We have, the, in fact, the entire second floor of the building, our main building in which we're speaking, is given over to the children's library, and we have uh, uh, probably 12 to 13,000 children stream and their parents streaming through here every year uh, for a variety of programs: Easter egg hunts, uh, Christmas paw programs. Yesterday, this weekend, we had a, a Jewish group in here doing uh, uh, 
uh, kosher food preparation and for the holidays. Mm -hmm. Just a remarkable program with, with a couple of brilliant uh, children's librarians. Well, it's a wonderful children's library because when my kids were small, okay. they used to be coming over here yeah. all the time. So <laughs> it's a wonderful place. We encourage all our listeners to the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520 to give and give generously to the Society of the Poor Arts in Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, for those who just tuned in, our guest is Dr. David W. Brenneman, President of the Society of the Poor Arts in Palm Beach, backed by popular demand as we taped him. Uh, some time ago. If you have any thoughts or comments, if you're listening in, in New York, Toronto, uh, Buffalo, or Northern Florida, please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. We always greet letters from Canadian and European listeners as we have received letters as far away as Scandinavia and New Zealand. A little bit more information about Dr. Brenneman. From 83 to 89, he served as president of Kalamazoo College, a liberal arts college in Michigan, and was a senior fellow at Brookings from 75 to 83, specializing in the economics of higher education and public policy towards education. Our guest today, the president of the Society of the Four Arts in Palm Beach, Florida, Dr. David W. Brenneman. Uh, let's talk a little bit um, about an exotic program you have here, very uh, important, world-renowned, the Bolshoi Ballet. Could you uh, tell us what is planned for that at the Society of Four Arts in Palm Beach, Florida? Yeah, yes, uh, let, me, uh, let me embed that in, a, in the context of a series of uh, HD Live performances that are presented in our auditorium. These are uh, the filmed versions that are made available. Uh, many people around the country are familiar with the Metropolitan Opera simulcast, and we do 11 of those each year, so you can see practically the entire Metropolitan Opera series uh, uh, live on HD in, in our setting. We also do other groups in a similar way, the Bolshoi Ballet, which you asked about, and also the National Theater uh, of London, uh, Bolshoi this year did, uh, we've already seen Le Corsair, uh, The Taming of the Shrew, which is set to music by Dmitry Shostakovich. We have Romeo and Juliet, the ballet coming up in March, Giselle, and The Flames of Paris. So we do five Bolshois, and we are doing, uh, in the National Theater Series, we've done St. Joan, we did Peter, Peter Pan. We have Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf coming up uh, in late January. Oscar Wilde's Salome. Uh, Peter Schaefer's Amadeus. And Tom Stoffard's play Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. One amusing thing about the National Theater is all of those obviously are uh, presented in English. But the accents are such that I swear our, our audience misses about a third of the, <laughs> a third of the dialogue it in some happen. of the plays. It's, it, can, it can be very hard to, almost like people have said we ought to have, uh, what do you call it, the uh, subtitles? subtitles for some of the English material. Now one thing that you have the Society for Arts are these uh, workshops, uh, classes. Mm -hmm. And I know the late Barry Ingham, who is a oh, good yeah. friend of mine, uh, performed here 
a number of times with uh, British Theater and my neighbor in uh, Palm Beach, Paul Noble, who is uh, head of Lifetime Television, has spoken here, mm -hmm. and Charles Todd, who uh, I taped recently on the Rusk Report, um, had a workshop here. Let's talk about these workshops and uh, speakers you have, these lectures of uh, people who are so well accomplished throughout the world. Uh, yeah, we have, uh, in addition to the programs we've been discussing, which uh, go back many, many years, 40, 50, almost to the founding of the Four Arts, a very recent addition to our portfolio is an, an activity uh, called Campus on the Lake, which uh, is in our newest building, which was a renovated uh, junior high school building, which mm -hmm. we were able to take over and transform. Uh, it was this, the brainchild of my predecessor, Urban Duggan. And in that setting, it, which is viewed as an education center for adults, we bring in numerous local speakers. We've had everything from Jorge Sanchez, who's a major uh, uh, horticultural garden expert in town. We uh, had a talk on Bunny Mellon. Uh, in light of the Churchill meeting, we have a gentleman named Alan Watson coming from Great Britain to speak about Churchill's legacy. Um, we've had speakers about William Buckley. We have, uh, I'm going to be interviewing in late January, Henry Kaufman, who is a, uh, those who followed Wall Street in the 70s and 80s know of him as the uh, premier spokesperson on interest rate trends. Mm -hmm. He's done a book on tectonic shifts in the financial markets, and we'll be doing that. Uh, we have. Uh, we also have classes. We have. We have a, a small, if you will, uh, adjunct faculty who teaches who teach courses on uh, British history, mm -hmm. on the arts, on opera, on how to listen to classical music, and then we even have uh, bridge classes. We have uh, beginning and advanced bridge classes, as many uh, many of the uh, residents of the island love to play bridge. John Pohanka, who is a resident here, is a expert on Richard Wagner. He speaks regularly. Uh, Alexander Dreyfus will be uh, a part of our series, uh, another local resident who's had an amazing life in photography and electronics. So it's a, a rich mix of uh, opportunities. Uh, we have visiting artists. We have Alex Shundy actually coming from your mm -hmm. New York State. Uh, he, he's uh, been here now for three years. He's a brilliant artist and, and teacher of art, so his classes are just uh, oversold, overbooked, can't get enough of him. He's also a wonderful producer of Italian dinners, which he, he cooks for the staff regularly. I'm sorry we have to bring the Rust Report to a close. We've learned so much about this beautiful treasure in South Florida. The Society of the Four Arts in Palm Florida, our guest has been Dr. David W. Brenneman, who is the president of the Society of the Four Arts in Palm Beach. We urge all our listeners to give and give generously. Special thanks to Donna Sprunger, who helped arrange this program with Kevin Carr, director of production for the past 15 years. Thank you for enlightening us about this jewel in Florida, the Society of the Four Arts, Dr. David Brenneman. Have a great week. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.